This is a Head Cannon Circus production. Hey y'all, we're back once again. Another week, another episode of the Gladiator Cypher Podcast. It's your boy, Peter Nimpton, aka T'Challa Saved My Life. Here again with none other than we got Papa Bear Nip in the building, a neighborhood alcoholic, neighborhood mechanic. And you know, I'm back in the weight room. So your neighborhood gym shark, you know what I'm saying? There you go. Give me, give me all your plates. <laughs> <laughs> Not gym rack, gym shark. Get it straight. That's it. Taking eating all the guppies, huh? All of them. <laughs> Helping all the women lift the weights the proper way. Make sure they all fold that. right. You know what I'm saying? Definitely spotting on the squatting. <laughs> Man, it's Big Corny J. I'm back off vacation. You know what I'm saying? I don't smell like it. I don't know what Drake is living and how he's doing it, but I'm back in the building again. A little tired, but I can't complain. Man, we got to do it. We got a, a good show for you. About to mix it up. Shout out to the fresh artwork on Jay's shirt. See a lot of those oh, yeah, characters are pretty dope. Pretty dope. I like it's, it. I like it's, it. It's my man from the barbershop. Uh, his tagline is uh in your face, in your mm -hmm. face, uh art and in your face TV. He has a website up. You can catch him on Instagram, man. He has a lot of black alternative stuff also, but he's a huge anime fan. So you'll get your Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, Sonic the Hedgehog, but he'll also put a twist with like black characters in there. He actually drew me as a saying that uh I'm gonna have debut probably for next week's show. Oh, okay. I gotta give him, I gotta give me the high quality one. Mm -hmm. He gave me the, the like the JPEG, and that shit was mm -hmm. looking kind of shifty. So I said, Oh, bro, you gotta give me yeah, the high yeah, definition. Yeah. So he gonna send that on over to me. So we're gonna get that high def for you next week. There you go. Have him Dropbox it over. All right, fellas. Well, let's go ahead and get it uh, kicked off. We wanted to start with a, a funny topic this week, uh, going into our top three albums from groups. So you want to go ahead and share the group and share the album that you really like. Uh, I'll get it started. So I don't say I wouldn't think these are my all time favorites, but these are just some that kind of stuck out in my head as I was thinking about this topic. Um, Outcast, Stankonia. Okay, that's really your number three, or yeah, that's your number three. Uh, that's probably the number one. Um, okay. You know, just a, a bunch of tracks, and that kind of came up when I was in elementary school heading towards middle school so just a lot of fond memories about the music and just that time in general but it's a great album if you haven't heard it um i think it's one of outcast's best projects so definitely definitely give it a a, a look see there and you'll notice the album art too like if you're ever scrolling through artist pages and stuff a lot of people like to kind of mimic andre and uh big boys pose on the album color you know like one is like this and uh, I forget how the other one is posed, but you'll see a lot of like uh, pop culture figures kind of taking over those poses and put on T-shirts and stuff. So I always think that's funny when I see it. But uh, that's my number one, Outcast with Stankonia. Uh, the next one is NERD, uh, their album Fly or Die. So this is a project with um, Chad, Hugo, and Pharrell. And I, there was one other gentleman that they were working with on the project. Um, the reason why this one stands out again kind of came through during my formative years but uh this kind of marked the period where pharrell actually ended up learning a lot of the instruments that you hear on the album on their first album um nerd's first 
album that came out they actually kind of contracted out the the instrumentation so it's actually they have another band that's kind of doing the drums and the guitar and all that kind of stuff but on this one for i actually learned a lot of the instruments himself so hold I thought on, that hold was on, hold on. you're doing fly or die over in search of yeah i, I like fly or die wow. More in search of. wow okay okay your, mm-hmm. your, your list i gotta respect yeah. that and you got a good reason for it i can respect that yeah yeah i mean I the like search of is like yeah, all right. I, 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 say, I don't think it's necessarily, I would say, better. I like them for different reasons. And I, I felt this one was probably a little bit more apt to this list for me. But In Search Of is also really good, really good. But I think this was more like of a departure versus their kind of Neptune's style, per se. Because mm-hmm. on the first one, you had a lot of mashes where they would do, okay, you know, you got the the, the rock lyrics and stuff. But then they would bring in like Pusha T or Malice on a a hook or something like that. They had a couple, couple kind of ones where they were putting their feelers out, but it still felt very Neptune's to me. This one was definitely more of like a punk vibe, especially with some of the collabs that they had. Like they worked with Good Charlotte on this one. Um, I don't know. I just liked it. I just like it was a different vein, more so. Um, I felt like they were kind of being a little bit more artistic with this one, and I appreciated that. All right. Then moving right along, uh, number three. So this is Daft Punk's Discovery. So this is a big uh, album in the electronic, you know, dance movement, um, electronic, I guess, genre that they came out with, Discovery. Uh, one of the main singles was One More Time. And, you know, that's a, a huge hit. Um, I would always hear that. Even in college, like, however many years later, at least, what, 10 years later after the album come out, you still randomly hear like something from the album sometimes if you go out, depending on where you're going. And they actually used uh, one of their songs on there, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Kanye sampled on his graduation album. Uh, I forget the name of the song. That, 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 that don't kill me. Only makes you stronger. No, stronger. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So he used that um, that hook on, on his song. That was also a smash hit. So just shows you Thomas music. A lot of people like to cut it and make it their own but that rounded out my list at number three uh what all did you have all right Nip, what, what you got or you need a second still uh no nah, i'm good uh uh if i take it outside of hip-hop i'm just gonna get into some wild shit so i'll do hip-hop first okay. and then um get, i'd rather get in some wild shit man get in some wild shit <laughs> uh i gotta get my three i'm surprised you didn't go with uh equimini for outcast I like a Quinnah. I like, like I said, I think Stantonia just kind of hits a little bit closer to the heart, just because I remember it more vividly. I feel like than a because you got to remember, I didn't really start listening to music in general like that probably till about middle school, and so at that time, everything before that, I've had to go back and listen to to okay. kind of catch up on people's discoveries and stuff. So as it's coming out, I might not have caught it on that initial release, whereas Stankonia, I was there for so. All right. Uh, well, I was my three hip hop drinks is probably gonna be Thirty Six Chambers, uh, Aquimini. I'm sorry, Wu Tang, mm-hmm. Thirty Six Chambers, Outcast, Aquimini, and Tribe Called Quest, um, Midnight Marauders. Mm-hmm. That's that's gonna be my three in hip hop. Um, okay, you ain't gonna give us uh, no reasoning. Just, just they just just dope, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, the music speaks for itself. I don't know. Like, I think, and I think those are like, those are top, like, all time albums. Um, Southern Player, so, all right. So, when we talk about the Outcast, it was between, for me, it was between Stank, I'm Stank on you. It was between Equimini and Southern Playlistic. 
Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, the production and the content is better in Aquimini. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. Um, so I guess that's why I chose Aquimini. Um, 36 Chambers is 36 Chambers. It's like mm-hmm. 42 niggas and they all can rap. Like, there's no other group like Wu-Tang. Like, they got all like top tier MCs from uh, RZA is a little weird, but you know, <laughs> but you got <laughs> you got the genius, you know what I mean? You got the wild motherfucker, you got ODB, you got Meth Ghost and Ray, who could arguably be in anybody's top five of all time. Mm-hmm. Inspector, who is definitely one of the most underrated MCs of all time. Like, God, you just can't. It ain't no... Like, if you had to put a time capsule of, like, what is hip-hop? Mm-hmm. 36 Chambers is in that shit. Like, man, what about you, God, man? Come on. Oh, Give you got too, but I mean, I, I'm I, I'm not going to disrespect you, God. But well, I, felt it. I felt it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to disrespect you, God, but I mean, come on. And of course, I'm you not can't disrespect forget you, ODB. God. Uh, rest in peace. And then, uh, who's my third? Uh, oh, yeah, Midnight Marauders. Like, that's in my top five albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I love I that album even, too. Midnight Marauders. I don't even know what to say. It's just a top five album of all time. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we got Nips out of the way. Um, I guess I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, my number three, and this is more sim- sentimental value, less about maybe the album not being like the best, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna go the Jacksons Triumph. I just remember growing up, always hearing that album on uh basically spinning. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with the Jacksons Tribe. I mean, probably my favorite song on there is uh This Place Hotel, which is the Heartbreak Hotel song mm-hmm. that they redid on that one. So I'm gonna do the Jacksons Triumph. My number two out of there is going to be the clips, uh, Hell Hath No Free Fury. Yeah. I felt like that was the first time yeah. that I listened to somebody from beginning to end talk about selling, and it did not get boring, repetitive, or made me want to say, why do they only keep rapping about the same thing? Yeah. Like, from beginning to end, I feel like I, I, there's no skips on that. It's just crazy and insane. And uh, shout out to the, shout out to the boys, like because uh, we probably would never get another Clips album ever mm-hmm. again. So shout out to them for that. Uh, and then my number one, We'll start be... talking about no malice. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. Basically, no malice. This, you got to follow this dude on Instagram because uh, this is like Mace 2.0. My bad. <laughs> oh, I didn't even interrupt your listenership. Like we can be on the elliptical way. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I'm like, come on, cuz. Like, mm-hmm, Lord, like, nigga, shut up. Look at nobody watching on the elliptical. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and so my number one, which. I know Nip Nip may uh, Nip ain't gonna hate it. You'll like it, Nip. My number one is actually the Fuji's the score. I like it. I feel like from beginning to end, like I could crank everything on there. The skits on there is actually fucking funny. Cause that's rare. You get skits on a lot of people's albums that be just straight trash. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the skits on there is pretty funny. So uh that's my number one, the Fuji's the score for groups. And then that's another one that we'll probably never ever get another album from that team again. Bro, so yeah, yeah that's more just, unlikely than the clips. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. We might as well take yeah. that L and walk it, walk it off. <laughs> they got the fucking space cadet over there. She ain't about to do shit. God, <laughs> oh, 
we record? Yeah, yeah, we still live. Real live, Fox 5. We are <laughs> Oh, man. So let's keep this music discussion rolling along. Uh, we had another week of a lot of music. Uh, maybe not as much, I would say, classic music as the week before. Because I feel like we got some really good showings. But um, definitely some solid projects. Uh, one in particular, for sure, Migos with Culture 3. Um, I think the general census is that this is kind of a return to form for Migos. A lot of people maybe weren't as excited about uh, Culture 2 when it released. Uh, me personally, I like Culture 3 a lot. There's um, a few standouts on there for me. I like the song with Polo G, uh, and I can pull it up here for it. just had it open. Uh, that is Malibu. Malibu, yep. Um, I enjoyed the jump with Juice World, Rest in Peace, Antisocial. Uh, Mahomes was pretty hard too. I feel like it kind of takes you through different phases in the album. Like the beginning is a little bit more poppy to me, and then towards the, the later half, I don't know. It, it's kind of not all over the place, but I don't think you necessarily have to play this in any sort of sequence. Like you can put it on shuffle and it sounds just well, as good. You, you like Mahomes? Oh man, I like Mahomes. Mahomes uh, it, it didn't make my worst, but nah, I, I wasn't fucking with Mahomes like that. But <laughs> it may just be being a hater because I'm a 49er fan, so who knows? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't like the breakout song, but it definitely stood out to me on the album, I think, because they just keep saying Mahomes. So it's like drilled in my head. So anytime I see it, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm thinking about that. But I, I like the album a lot. Um, I definitely like it more in Culture 2. I would have to compare it versus Culture 1, maybe give them like a side-by-side listen and really get in it and see which one I like more. But I'm glad they came out with this project. Um, I feel like they've stepped up a little bit here lyrically. Um, Quavo is still solid. You know, all his verses, I don't really have any that kind of stood out to me, per se. Um, I know on one of the songs in particular, he was kind of talking about uh, just, you know, rappers acting more on their grown man swag than kind of the boyish things, like, you know, all the drooling and stuff, like investing and whatnot. So I appreciated that coming from him. Um, my favorite offset, I mean, he he killed his verses for the most part. I, I liked all of his. And then Takeoff, he has some he has some good verses on there, too. He's probably my least favorite on there, but with this project, he grew on me a bit. What? Man, we, man, we are what? only offset right going now. On, buddy? Take- only what is going on, I like Takeoff the least. <laughs> Take off with smoking that shit. Hold on, hold on. Before you go, Nip, before you go, Nip, before you go, <laughs> Chris, what would you give you? What would you give your rating? We'll get rate. that. We get everybody's comments. All right, what's your rating? I give it a um a four. Okay, so uh, you're bootlegged. A, a bootleg, yeah, solid four. Okay, all right, Nip, what you got? Hey man, what take? Take off been carrying this group for the last goddamn 15 years. We, we... Slow down. Slow down now. I'm a 15. Slow down now. All right, I'm 15. We'll take it, man. I think I have a bias against him. Like, I don't know when I hear him come on. I'm so used to, like, the other two because I think they get more shine. Like, it's something in my head that kind of clicks off when he comes on. So maybe that's on me. Probably I have a little bit of a biased ear when it comes to takeoff. So maybe I need to re-listen to the project and try this, and just focus in on those. This is probably my favorite Migos album. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's their best. I can't say that because I, I feel like I'm judging something outside of my space. Like I listen to the new cats, but I can't say that I'm a like you well versed in them. Yeah, yeah, I'm well versed in their shit. But this this is my favorite Migos album because they actually like 
let me preface this statement. We're not talking about like lyrical geniuses here, mm -hmm. but these motherfuckers is rapping on this joint. Like mm -hmm. they rapping on here. Like yeah. they doing their thing. The production is decent. I love the flips. I love the, the, the samples. Like um, um yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, I take takeoff is the is the he the glue for this shit, man. I, to me, he, he he you know his back gotta be what I saw the meme. It said take off after every after they make every every Migos album. They got him holding his back <laughs> with the with the inflammation joint in there. He's the icy hot. Yeah, he gotta hook him up. Is he carrying the group? Damn. Um, but yeah, I think that some this is a more mature. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, album is it don't feel um as I guess mumble rap ish uh even though I do like a lot of their mumble rap shit the old shit like the stir fry and the bad and booze like I you know I jam on all that shit um my bad I'm saying my passwords again mm. I jam on all that stuff there you go <laughs> um as far as a rating I want to give it a five. I want to give it a cop, but I can't. If I, if I think about classic albums, I can't put it in that in that realm of the same as like classic hip hop albums. So I'll, I'll give it. I'll, I'll roll along and give it a solid four. So you wouldn't cop it, but you go half on somebody with it. They're like, hey, let, let's get this joint. Yeah, we go half. I mean? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't put it in, in the realm of a of a fully classic hip hop album, but mm. it, it's it's a it's a good album. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, yes, one. Damn, what you got? The legal tag? Yeah, yeah, man. I'm not taking notes, bro. I gotta show these other podcasters how I get down for real now, man. I gotta take notes. I gotta Look, you take in. vacation, come back, try to show us up. Come man. back, sure. Look, bro. Look here, bro. You know what I'm saying? We gotta make sure these out here, these other reviewers know we ain't no joke out here. So, Cue the super saying music. <laughs> right. <laughs> Going straight, uh, Jay Koo out here. Uh, so. First thing I'm going to say is that, uh, yeah, that takeoff take is crazy. Um, I think I think actually Quavo was probably my favorite on the whole album. Mm -hmm. I think followed closely by takeoff, mm -hmm. and I think last is offset. I think the problem is is takeoff doesn't have the catchier, rememberable lines as the other two do sometimes, and that's what hurts. I think takeoff's credibility as an MC, but I'm with you, Nip. If you listen song for song, verse for verse, track for mm -hmm. track, it takeoffs tough. So, but I do feel like the fandom, in Chris's defense, every time my album drops, I feel like the fandom shits on takeoff. Like I don't know why, and I never got it. But if you look at all the albums, the fandom shits on takeoff. So I can understand why Chris feels that way because there's I mean, probably been a lot of resentment from years of shitting on takeoff anyway. And I'm not shitting on. I'm just saying he's my least favorite out of the group out of the three. I know. I know why, but I ain't gonna speak on it because I don't want to sound like I'm being. I don't want to speak on toxic, toxic masculinity and shit. I know why. Why? Go ahead, and say it. Because it's the chicks who offset yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who Quavo with? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. it's the chicks. I didn't think about Anybody that. Anybody the um, dudes just rocking with, they don't. They don't get that play. 
So he's out here buying ranges and, and, and taking them back, and they got Cardi over here. <laughs> That's why he's my favorite because he, he repoed that jump. And Takeoff just silently busting their ass on tracks. Ain't nobody <laughs> listening to Takeoff <laughs> with the chicks. <laughs> with that being said, um, I think yeah, my hey, look, yeah, my standouts there is uh, having our way, which mm-hmm. with, with Nip's boy Drake. I think they smashed that one. My second favorite one actually is Jane. Mm-hmm. So I, I think for that one, I mean, who who knew I needed a song from that from the Amigos? And then I think my my what I call it the warning track, where it's like it was almost almost to the point of being trash for me is Birthday, mm-hmm. Close, followed closely by Mahomes. But so let me start with some love. I think it's a great album. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like this is a mashup of everything that worked in Culture One. Mm-hmm. Everything they experimented with in culture two, but didn't work, but refined it. And then mm-hmm. culture three is all of that coming together to have a feel. I do like that they actually rapped about real stuff and the changes in their lives and showed mm-hmm. some growth. So with all that being said, I did like it. And let me give you my, my cons, my negatives on it. Whoever sequenced the album needs to be shot and fired. Fuck out of here with the sequencing is terrible on this album. This yeah. album could crank from top to bottom if they place those songs the right way. They did not. They basically felt like they just finished the song, put it on the album. Finish mm-hmm. the song, put it on the album. Because it is no real flow to that album, which I've been realizing the more and more we do this show and I listen to albums, mm-hmm. sequencing can kill an album versus make an album. Yeah. Where you place them songs sometimes can get you a complete another vibe. I mean, I mean, let's just think about it. If you just go down a list of the songs, Avalanche, Banger. Having, that was, having that our way. Hard. That was yeah. my favorite the, on the album to, to yeah. me. Yeah. But the Migos always come hard with the intro, so that's why I never really, I don't even rank them anymore because I feel like the intros are all smash. Yeah. But you go from there, number three, straightening, smash, type shit, good. Malibu, good. Birthday trash. Martin Day, okay. Vaccine, okay. Picasso, really good. Bro, like it starts to do this lag in the middle. If you break up some of them bangers and you put them around some of that suspect, I feel like this album jumps off a little bit more. But with that being said, I mean, I, it gave me everything I wanted from Amigos album. Because you yeah, know, I'm not an Amigos fan. I, Amigos yeah. fan. Even in fact, I call them Amigos. Let you know how much respect. I only call them Amigos. <laughs> I'm like, nah, put the A on it, nigga. Put the A on it. Uh, so, but the Amigos album gave me what I wanted. It gave me trap. They gave me those classic sample flip vibes. They gave me, hey, they gave me a lot of flutes in here. You know how I am about the flutes. Give me the horns yeah. and the flutes. I'm down. And they, I feel like the music and the beats had, like, emphasis and drama to it. I mean, mm-hmm. I wish they would get off their three-by-three three flow, but that's what made them who they are. So I can't knock them for to continue to stay in that path. But going to my ranking, man, with all that to be said, for all that all that stuff I've said, man, I'm probably going to give this – if I was more of a fan, I would give it a four. Since mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan, it's going to be like a 3.5, 3.8 for me. Mm-hmm. So that means my man put it on, I'll listen. Because I don't see me ever returning to this just because it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call the spade a spade. The Migos, the Migos ain't for me, man. Mm-hmm. Not even Avalanche? Not even Avalanche and Straightening? Oh, no, no, I'm saying I'll probably get to my playlist. The gym bangers right there. I'm, I'm in the gym with Avalanche and Straightening. Hey, look, they put it on the playlist. I'm all this. My man's put it on. But I'm not going to go out and look for it. Mm. I dig it. Mm. Okay. All right. I mean, what I could buy a score was a 4-4, 3.8. So, I mean, we're pretty much giving this a 4. four giving every, we basically say everybody should listen to this, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much. For definitely at least once and then build your opinion from there. But we, we definitely think it deserves at least one listen. 
Um, so moving along, another artist dropped uh, Kodak Black. He's been pretty um, productive lately. I think he just had another project here recently that came out. Uh, this one's entitled Happy Birthday, Kodak. Um, I think my favorite song on here might have been the last one, the Amber Rolls. Mm. Um, I like some of the features on it, uh, but none of it really kind of stuck out to me. If I'm honest, I could have gone without hearing this project. Um, I don't. <laughs> Damn. I mean, it wasn't really like it didn't stand out to me. I'm trying to remember some of the lyrics on here, but I can't. And I'm a Kodak fan. I like Kodak because he be saying some wild stuff on there sometimes. But um, it, it was pretty solid. It was pretty solid. Uh, but I don't know. I don't really feel too strongly about this one. Did you gentlemen give this one a listen? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I couldn't take no more new rap shit. <laughs> I, li- I listened to Amigos. I dealt with it. It was cool. I banged with it, and I heard that Papa was a Rolling Stone flip. And mm-hmm. I've been listening to oldies ever since. I ain't listening to no more new music. Mm-hmm. I went back to like Gap Band, Osley Brothers. I've been on all that for 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 the last few days. Uh, so I did listen. Question, to that. No, I listened to that Kodak Wax. <laughs> <laughs> I did listen to it and I guess I'm gonna be the dissenter here. Let me break out my notes again. No, nah, but uh all jokes aside, I did listen to it. it it's four tracks. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. If I could get Kodak to only drop albums, I got four tracks, I would probably be a fan. Um <laughs> that, that Amber Rolls, that, that thing is a straight banger. Yeah. It make me want to get out here and risk COVID to go dance to that and get a chick up on me for that. Uh, also, so did so did the Migos album. Let me give respect to the Migos album too. It made me want to get to the clubs too. But it's Kodak one. I mean, I'm not a huge, huge Kodak fan. I do like his features. Whenever I hear mm-hmm. him on somebody other stuff, I feel like he does this thing. It's like him and 21 Savage. They on other people's stuff. Yeah. I'm a listen because I think they do their thing on it. But for this one, I think because it's just a small outing. You know, he first track he talks about the fame, mm-hmm. you know, the chicks, the regular bullshit he talks about on you know almost every album. And then I think from there, he kind of does a little, he tries to do a little better. Like, what is it? Phil and Peachy, he, he talks about, you know, uh, basically he's sliding. So, yeah. you know, and then uh, was it uh, White Toes uh, with Jacquees, which I feel like Jacquees kills that I thing know. and goes, he goes bananas on that one. So I think he saves that song. And then Amber Rolls is just, I think it's a banger all itself. So I did enjoy it. But when mm-hmm. I say I enjoyed a Kodak, uh, Kodak Black album, that's like saying, like, I went to the doctor and didn't have a terrible experience. That I mean, yeah. that's what that is for me. Like, <laughs> like I, I didn't expect nothing. So when I got something, I actually was like, oh, okay. I felt like that was like where I stood at it. So I'm not, if I had to rate it, man, for this EP, this is probably going to be, I can't disrespect the Migos album and put them on the same level, but I'll say if my girl put it on, I would listen. Yeah, I would give this, Um, if my man sat it on, I, I listened to it. So like a three- um, but like a, a just a flat three, not no 3.5, not no 3.67. <laughs> I agree with your take on Kodak too, and I think that's really interesting because if you listen to his projects, he'll have he can make good songs. And um, Nip, I was kind of worried about that new artist fatigue too, like because I'm trying to you know get through some of the projects for the show and stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm on I'm in the car, I'm driving, boom, finish culture. Okay, let me throw on this Kodak. But to me, Kodak is unique enough that where He'll stand out if I'm listening to kind of others in his group. I don't know if it's his voice 
or the fact that he just be saying some like real off the wall stuff sometimes and just some of the, the songs he comes up with um he definitely keeps my attention uh outside of the song with Jaquise, i like the other songs on the project it's just you never know with him it's always a mixed bag and i feel like jay you were right there's sometimes a lot of filler on his projects like i think on his last one i don't know if he was praying in crayola or doing some kind of <laughs> voodoo like some seance type stuff but i don't know he had like a whole track just going on about that i'm like i don't know what this man is talking about i got scared playing <laughs> it was dark outside he's doing all that kind of stuff i'm like oh man i gotta switch the track on this one. i gotta skip it but uh yeah it wasn't remarkable for me i gave it a solid three but hopefully he can continue to kind of separate the weave from the chaff on his projects because i do feel like he has a lot of potential um you know he's got a melodic flow that he can hit on he doesn't sound half bad when he sings on some of the songs um you just need to kind of sharpen that edge and, and not give us so much fluff with these projects but you know i'll for this one, I would say three out of four songs are good, so I'll give it a three. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a three, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Nip. Tell us how yeah. you really feel. Well, we got somebody that Nip really likes about uh, all the, you know, he's a huge fan of his next artist. We got Meg Thee Stallion mm-hmm. with her new single, Thought Shit. So, so Nip, we know you're oh. a huge Meg fan. Tell us how you felt about Thought Shit from Meg. Hey, hey, Nip! Do we need to blur you out? Because I know you' about to get hot up in here. So, I like this. These songs. (laughs) When I hear of of like, of you can't say the word female anymore. So, what what do you say? The woman. Uh, uh, lady. A natal female. Can we say that? No. (laughs) A woman. Yeah, woman feet, whatever. A non-male rapper. He's a natal. That's the that type can of get, that can like really get busy mm-hmm. doing yeah. this type shit is frustrating. Like when you get something like this from Cardi, it's like okay, I get it. Like you don't expect mm-hmm. rapping from Cardi. Like Cardi can't fucking rap. Yeah. Like she just can't. But when I like I have heard Meg rap before and rap with substance before. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm cool. I know pandemic is over. We about to get back out in the club. We finna risk it all. Mm-hmm. I get it. But like, I don't need everything to be ass shaking, bro. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't need it to be that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. It just. I, I. I'd like to have some like some rap rap from Meg. Now let me ask you this: So, if the content was different. You're saying you would like the song a lot more, or it's like the her actual rapping on the song is what you weren't vibing with. I'm not saying I don't like the song because mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna throw some dollars when this drink comes <laughs> on. Whoop, but, hey. but I want to hear an album of Meg rapping, mm-hmm. like or some songs, an EP, some of her like rapping like when i mm-hmm. go and i go and i listen to meg and i go listen to the meg freestyles and shit mm-hmm. like she's rapping her ass off and then she puts a song out and it's all about like freak body shit mm-hmm. and i get it i don't have a problem with freak body shit like, i'm cool like, i mm-hmm. i'm cool with freak body shit the video mm-hmm. i didn't have a i'm not saying i didn't have a problem with it i think it's appropriate for the song and i think it's appropriate when it's appropriate like you know mm-hmm. Same thing as like 
the old shit, like tip drill and shit. I don't think it should get played at four o'clock in the afternoon on BET. Yeah. But I like the video. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool for where it's at. But when I see a woman rapper who can actually rap, and the only thing that's getting pushed is like ass shaking videos and ass shaking songs, it's like, come on, dog. Like she can, she's. It's nothing wrong with this type of music. There's nothing wrong with this type of videos. Nothing wrong with none of that shit. But I want to hear Meg rap. Mm. I want to hear a rap. Mm-hmm. Like for real rap. Like no gimmick, no ass out, no titty out. Like I'm just trying to get your attention type shit. Like rap, rap. I mean, maybe one cheek. You know, just. One. Hey. Boy, nah, two, yeah. Two, <laughs> just, just the left. Just the left cheek. Just throw the left cheek out there. <laughs> oh, man. Jay, how'd you feel about the single? Uh, I mean, <laughs> oddly enough, man, I'm, I'm I'm shocked that me and Nip on the same wavelength. Uh, more shocked because I feel like he's crossing over a little bit on my side of the fence where it's like, y'all got to stop giving me more than this shit. Like, I culture yeah, got so much bro. shit going on. I don't need to keep hearing the same shit from the same mm-hmm. artist on some whack shit. Like, mm-hmm. or if you're going to do this type of song, like we just talked about what, on my top five, top three list with Hell Have No Fury. Mm-hmm. At least make it creative if you're gonna be a thought. Like you spitting the same thought shit that I heard from every other thought rapper that want to be a thought on a thoughtiest thoughtiest song of all thoughty time. Like I'm I'm good, man. Like it, it just. Mm-hmm. But I'm but I'm with you, Nip. When it come on on the club, I'm gonna be pants by my way, pants by my knees, trying to get it in. But I'm at home right now, and I'm not doing none of that. And so I just need something more. And then also, let's just keep it a buck. Let's keep it a bean. This coming off Meg album being kind of suspect too. Like, I know people don't want to talk about it, but Meg album was kind of trash. So now you give me this thought shit after you done gave me a trash album. And obviously from your album, that shit ain't work on that. So what mm. you doing out here in these streets? So now, nah, I mean, I know all the ones that like Meg, go listen to it, do your thing. I'm being a big time hater, but I love her to death. And I'm just going to have to hate on this one in past because Meg put in anime references and she puts Buffy and Angel references. So I roll with Meg, but mm-hmm. this ain't it for me, man. I, I need something yeah. more. So I'm out. And you know, I think you bring up a real excellent point, you know, kind of comparing her versus clips, right? Because you said, like, Hell Half No Fury. They're talking about the Coke trade the whole album, but it never gets boring because they're delivering what they're talking about. Even though they're talking about the same things, they find different ways to approach it, like different aspects of that kind of lifestyle, like whether it's dealing with the women when you're in that lifestyle or dealing with, you know, connections when you're in that lifestyle or there's the cops when you're in that lifestyle and kind of just approaching it from different angles and changing up the flow and whatnot. I think uh, Meg could stand to do a little bit more about that. Um, I think she's a great rapper and I agree with you all. She's got a lot of potential. Um, and I like the single, um, especially considering it is a single. Like I'm not expecting her to come out with some, like introspective type stuff on it. But I think you do make a good point that, okay, you know, you're starting to kind of sound like some of the other folks maybe in her class, they might be catching up to her. You know, she got to do a little bit more to differentiate herself from the pack and really show like why she might be, you know, one of the best females out there. But, um, well, rappers in general, really, but there's nobody uh, else in her class. I mean, it's a few, you think you got, um, Lotto. I wouldn't really count Saweetie. I think she's more like, um, yeah, I mean, cool. I guess you could, but I haven't really seen too much from he her. He said, I'm cool. <laughs> uh, City what about, Girl. Uh, Doja Cat? Is she in there? No, cool. I, don't, I don't really uh, consider her Doja that. Cat. I think yeah, she's yeah. more like, a, I don't know what to consider Doja Cat. Cool. More like. City Girls, pop. yeah. JT and them, they do get busy, but I don't expect 
rap rap from the city. Like I know yeah, when exactly. I'm getting from City Girl. Like City Girl's party music. Like mm-hmm. and America's party music too, but I've like, I've heard her rap before. Mm-hmm. Like she can really rap. Yeah. It's I don't know. But then on the same token, I feel like I'm being a uh, a man and shit, and I'm 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 speaking on and judging shit that I don't really have the qualifications to speak and judge on the shit. Cause mm-hmm. it'd be like it's like when you're talking to fuck it, I'm gonna say it this way. When you're talking to a woman about rap and they start talking that dumb shit, like <laughs> I don't have the I don't have the credential to talk about to speak on like Cardi and Meg and all them because it's it's just not my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way, you know, when you talk to yourself like, oh well, you know, I think J. Cole is the best rapper ever. It's like, all right, man. Like, I get you. I mean, that's a good point, but I think that actually kind of that kind of like speaks to her talent, though, right? Because we expect more of Matt because we know she's good. Like, she can rap. You know, she even has songs where she is talking about that shit that are good. Like, she kind of shows you how well, you know, her, her lyrics are, how she can put bars together and stuff like that. So when you have somebody that's got a lot of potential that you know can do it and they put out, you know, something that's good, but it's not really kind of pushing them forward anyway, they, you know, it seems like they're maybe stagnating a little bit, especially coming even, out. Even, but Go ahead. Even in the theme of the video, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, it talks about, like, niggas like us talking about that shit that's mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? So I get it. I understand it. Like, and I'm not I'm not an anti promiscuity mm-hmm. over sexualized person. Like I'm with all the goofy shit. I'm with all the mm-hmm. thongs, <laughs> red pumps, booty <laughs> shaking. I'm with all that. But it's just like from somebody that I know that I know can rap. Like when you see the, the potential of a person, and mm-hmm. once again, I'm not trying to be super judgmental because my fat ass can't rap. So I can't mm-hmm. speak. You, I, you know what I mean? It's like me trying to talk about a millionaire. Like, oh, he should do this. And it's like, nigga, you ain't even made a million yet. So right, I'm not. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be that person. But I would just, as far as my preference, when I hear somebody that can really rap and put the words together and get busy, I want to see him do that instead of just going with the the. I want this too. I, I put it that way. I want this type too. I want that music. I want that shit. I want the joint that she did with Cardi, whatever mm-hmm. that was. That was the, the joint, hot joint last summer. I want them joints too. But I also want her to 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 come and bring that that good lyrical. I could just I could put this joint on in my car, and and, and bump it when I'm going down the street. Mm-hmm. I can't bump that shit. Mm-hmm. I can't stop at a red light and somebody pull next to me and it's like tell me him, 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 slap it up and then they, and then put it on him like ah, I can't there, that, like, bro. They look over. I can't, and I'm back. <laughs> I can't do that. So what you what you worried about? You think he gonna give you his number or some shit? Come on, bro. I can't. You think he gonna pull the tuli out on you? I can't. If you pull up to me and I and I got goddamn Cardi bumping, Cardi and all that, and all that, yeah, yeah. Come on, cuz. No. Are you, why are you hating, bro? Why are you hating? I'm man? not hating. I'm just saying I can't bump it in the car. Look, mm-hmm. I mean, and all you said, all you said is, I mean, I'm right there with you. And I think to Chris's, I think you made had a question about like, oh, you know, you know, what if we're not looking for anything deep introspective from her? I I would counter and say we sh- we should be looking for something deep and introspective from her. 
She mm-hmm. has lost a lot of people in her life recently. Not right. saying that she should expose that to the world, but I expect some of that, some of that emotion, that feeling, that mm-hmm. sadness, that grief, or the experience to leap into her music, something that can still be good music that we mm-hmm. could we could get something like that shit's fine. If I had another single for Meg, that was all some real out. shit. Right. Then I'm like, all right, got that shit. Cool. That's your party banger. That's show for people who want to sit back, light up some incense and kick it. Whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. But all I'm getting is like cool, Meg. I got you. I'm with you. Just meet me in the club. That's all. That's all. It, it'll go down. That's all. I heard that. I heard that. Um, we also had another uh, single. This one from the Space Jam soundtrack. I believe it was St. John and SZA. Uh, Jay, why don't you talk about this song? I heard it. I don't really have anything nice to say. I mean, it was kind of just existed for me. Uh, what? Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I'm just going to call it a uh, hundred, man. I'm a mark for St. John and I'm a mark for SZA. So... They could have had flatulence on the track, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is a banger!" I, I'm just going to keep it a hundred. Like I, I'm, I'm not even going uh, to pretend like I was on some. Oh, this is a, such a great song. I like, I like that flow. I like how Sizzle compliments almost anybody she's with when mm-hmm. it comes to her style and her vocals and her voice. I did. The only thing I didn't like as much about this song is I expected more of the Saint John we get on the albums. Where mm-hmm. it is that singy rap, but it mm-hmm. feels closer to rap, less mm-hmm. to singing. This yeah. one, I felt like he was trying to flex his John Legend or some shit. Mm-hmm. It was trying to give us, you know, some some um, real vocal range. And I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. that's not. I'm not here for you for that, St. John. Mm-hmm. So that did take me back a little bit where I was like, uh, he not really giving me exactly what I wanted. But all in all, man, for this being, uh, remember, it's a Space Jam 2 song, which mm-hmm. is we're going to assume that it's going to be playing to the to kids. It's going to be something mm-hmm. that's going to be playing up to kids. I thought he kept it still hood enough, but also kept it enough industry that this can be played on the radios and be a good popping off single or whatever they want to do for the Space Jam soundtrack. So I'm here mm-hmm. for it, but I'm also with the discretion that you're not getting the real St. John on this. So St. John fans like me, you want to fall back and just accept that this is what he's giving us on the pop industry level. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean... I would say listen to it if you're a mark like me. If you're not a mark like me, then you can skip it and it won't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what kind of scene they put this in. Like, Well, I can't even say that, though, because if you think about it, that um, Black Panther soundtrack, I don't even remember hearing hardly any of the music in the movie. So maybe they might go kind of the same route with this one. Who knows? We'll see. What are are inspirational songs at? Like, where is the I believe I can fly on this journey? Here we go. You know what I'm saying? I'm out of bounds. All right. We didn't know I stopped it. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like the, the original Space Jam, the 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 the, the space the Space Jam soundtrack with mm-hmm. the art the, 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 the I believe I can fly. I ain't gonna say buddy name. Like, where is you, that? You, you song say, his name. say his name, it don't matter. What the fuck? I mean, Kells, the king of yeah. the, the, the king. Yeah, I mean, where, where, where's that type of song that comes out of her? What's this? The second or third track that came off of the, um, the soundtrack? Probably so. Yeah. Hey, like I, I need to hear something. I believe I can fly. Shit. <laughs> I don't believe I can fly right now. Yeah, yeah. Unless they got something in the tuck, but I mean, I think that song was a big part of Space Jam's success too. I'm kind of. I mean, and this is just my feel about the movie. I feel like they know. 
it's about to be mid and nowhere like close to the original. So they're just like, okay, we're gonna do what we can. Gonna give you a soundtrack. We're gonna try and find some good stuff for it, but we know it's not gonna be nowhere near. But is it is it mid? Is it mid or is it just mid to us? Okay, you know rose colored glasses, but it's, it was some good some good songs back then. Oh come on, that Space Jam movie's trash. But anyway, all right, I brought up the track list for the first one. Like y'all not gonna hit but ten like that. That movie's straight garbage. Um, that was a great movie. But fly like an eagle by Seal. That's a banger. Mm-hmm. So we so get that I'm up saying. on it. Space Jam album version with Quad City DJs that can go kick bricks. Yeah, Dave, you're right. Hit them high. Hit them high. Yeah, for the Space Jam. <laughs> All yeah, right. That shit was crazy. That, that, you kick rocks, bro. That kick rocks, bro. Bro, like, <laughs> come on, We not going to do this, bro. <laughs> tripping. That shit was hard. That shit was terrible, bro. Imagine them on the court. All right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish YouTube would let us play some of this shit so I could be like, man, sit your ass down with this. Uh, hit them high. The busted method on them drink was a beast. I love that. Uh, For You I Will was a That's beast. Monica, that was right? really on Monica's. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. on Monica's album, though. Uh, giving you all that I've got. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. As I'm looking down this, I mean, yeah, you're right. You got the D'Angelo. I found my smile again. I believe I could oh, fly. Girl. Upside down with salt and Yeah. Oh, that that, that basketball Jones was trash with uh Chris Rock and Barry White though. Mm. Okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, all of my days with Jay Z and R. Kelly was, uh, yeah, it was that was some yeah. But I, you got a good point. I mean, let's see what Space Jam two. They got the track list up for that yet? Oh no, nah, they just gave us a regular joint. Okay, soundtrack list. See if we can get it here. Oh, coming soon. So, yeah. singles, we will win. Lil Baby and Kurt Franklin. I know that's Nip Jam because he like to stomp. So, <laughs> that's the only one they really got up here. So, I, I guess I'm with you, Nip. I think you you are correct. I think Space Jam, the first one, we it had, it had a lot of bangers on that one. Right. I don't know what they're going to do with this one, man. Also, too, let's be completely honest. I feel like Space Jam, the first one, was still catering to us. I think Space Jam 2... Is catering to all of us. If that puts my coded language, I feel like that's what's going on here. Mm. Nah, bro. I believe I can fly. Was everybody's song? That wasn't just a- yeah. But oh, all right. Let's put it real. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a buck. Up until that moment, I believe I could fly. R. Kelly had no real crossover like hit that wasn't with us backing it. I believe I could fly. Was like white people love that song. I yeah. mean, it was like white people's graduation. You know I'm saying like that's right. that hit. Put them over to the white side. That hit. I mean, that that's that that soundtrack with Buster and Method. That wasn't made for the other side. Mm-mm. That was for us. And then I believe I can fly. Just became a hit out of it, and they, it bust through the ranks and went crazy. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm understanding. So are you saying? So are you saying that Space Jam, the soundtrack and the movie were catered toward us? No, Space Jam the soundtrack was okay. catered towards us. Space Jam mm-hmm. 2 soundtrack, I feel, is like it's catering okay, for right, all, all, all of them. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. They was like, oh, you got a Black Stars, the main lead? Then we got to get Black music. And that's the road out of Space Jam 1. <laughs> Space Jam 2, I feel like you're going to get a little different shit up in there now. Like, okay. Or, yeah, all, we definitely all about to get some like, EDM. <laughs> you're probably right. 
It was Call EDM on Space Jam, though. Before it was EDM, that's it. Yeah, that yeah. Space Jam joint? ブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブレイクダウンブ
I should have probably picked the Lex Prestigious album. Thriller's easy because you all know all those songs charted. But Lex Prestigious albums had about four or five singles. They just didn't chart. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying that she should continue this method. I can, I can but see, I'm saying that this is something see, that's been I done. I take away my her hate. I do love her. <laughs> I take away the hate. You are right. <laughs> Man, I finally won one. Yeah. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Side note, Actually, this is a this is a huge side note, but we brought up uh Michael Jackson. You ever see the picture with him with the Crips in the hood? I did. No, no, no. I didn't see it. Let me yeah. see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. I actually, while we were talking, I just updated this. There we go. That's for my hey, there, we go. there you go. There you go. It's a hard part right. battle. Hard part battle. Uh, but you know what's funny? Crips. Yeah, but you know what's funny? Like, we can have a- his last album that came out, I think before he had uh, passed. No, after he had passed. This one was posthumous. He had a song in there called The Blue Gangster. Yeah, yeah. So he might have uh, game ties. I think... Um, What's his name was correct. Uh, who else is from Indiana the rapper? Oh, shit, I can't Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs was saying, you know, Mike was connected in the streets, oh, so we I might have some having this argument, and we can have this in another joint. People gonna stop disrespecting Mike when these little white boys hop up yep. and start yep. talking about he was touching on them and shit. That I shit agree. did not. Mike was a fucking G. You don't have a daddy like Joe Jackson and touch yep. on little boys. You yep. don't do it. hundred percent. I'm right there with you. You don't fucking do it. Every real person that was around Mike that talked about that shit was like, yo, when, when Bubbles got out of hand, he was fucking Bubbles up. You don't become a soft-ass nigga with a daddy like Joe Jackson and eight brothers, and you the Lord nigga. You tell me <laughs> this nigga got seven big brothers and turn into a sissy? Are you sick? Come right. on, bro. Right, right, right. Hey, and we got it because I remember hearing that album, too. I think it's on the album Escape. It's called Blue Gangsta. Listen to it because he really like singing hard on is it. it. Is, Hopefully we can put it in the escape? clip. Yeah, huh? I think it is. I can't think. I couldn't remember if it's Escape or Invincible, but I think you're right. I think it's Escape. It's Escape. Yeah, that drum is it's pretty hard. I like it. Like he really he, he's singing on that. Hey, day. look. I ain't mean to go bad like that. But I can't. The mic disrespect has been getting crazy, bro. Oh, it's, it's way crazy. out of hand. It's way out of hand. Way out of hand. We're gonna listen to these two long. Come on, bro. Nah, no. Everybody yep. you listen to. Every real person, especially every real black person you you mm-hmm. you listen to that they interview about Mike. Come on, bro. Hey, look, I mean, the only real conversation we need to have about Mike is I feel like Mike got two to three better albums than Thriller in his catalog that don't nobody talk about. One day we're gonna have that conversation. Woo, that's, the day we, that's gonna be an argument. One day we're gonna <laughs> have it. He got about two or three. I know everybody's gonna agree with at least one. I think okay. everybody we should agree that off the wall is better than thriller, right? Off like the walls better than Thriller. Okay, all right, off all right. So, really I feel like you got two more albums that's better than Thriller. But I don't know about that, but off the wall, or off the wall is better than Thriller. Yes. Okay. Okay. Maybe we'll get into that. Don't put enough uh, respect on Michael name, bro. He was still out here killing him back, uh, killing him with Invincible and uh, Michael and what's the other Escape. He was killing him with all that shit, bro. They don't put enough respect on Michael name. But anyway. All right. All right. Um, and Jay, I, I think you looked up some uh, some additional music topics for us to discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I want to kind of make some segments about music news, but I think more or less of try to put a little, maybe a couple of jokes with some positivity in the game. So mm-hmm. uh, first thing, I'm kind of going to read this off my phone because I ain't completely prepared this week, but mm-hmm. um, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine 
receive a green light to open Los, a Los Angeles high school. So shout out to Jerry and Jimmy Iovine. Um, hopefully it doesn't go the way of uh, donations, donations, gifts, and gifts that they actually get the school open. So <laughs> Nip, what do you think the number one curriculum in Dr. Dre's school should be? <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm gonna say beating the brakes off a of broad God damn. Oh, hey, 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 what's your hey, respect? That's... What's your respect on Dre name? <laughs> Chris, Chris got what, a point. Because right? you get slapped like D ball. <laughs> oh my goodness! He got it. He got a point there. Um, CeeLo Green reveals his label of management told him not to lose weight. Chris, what do you think about that? They're trying to set him up, man. They're trying to get the masters back, man. It's a plot. It's a downfall on him, man. Like, they tried to blow up his phone. We already saw they tried to blow up my man's cell phone it's through true. the satellite when he's in that studio. Now they're trying to give him hypertension, man. Come on, lead him in and don't let him be great. <laughs> they didn't try to kill CeeLo three times. They, they put the allegation out of, about him with the young joint. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I ain't gonna hey, speak none of that because I'm I'm already in the bad light around this motherfucker. <laughs> but what we are gonna do is put some respect on CeeLo's name as one of the top Southern rappers of all time. Yeah, and, and that's all 100%. I got to say. And that's, and that's that on that. Look here, man. He almost killed himself with that damn gold ass outfit he wore <laughs> with the gold paint. Look like gold really Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he really looking like. CP3, yo, black ass CP3. Anyway, next one. I said this ain't gonna be disrespectful. I forgot this supposed to be uplifted. Uh <laughs> Um, Pharrell is opening a private Virginia school for low-income families. Uh, Chris, I ask you, it, I mean, it's a good a good thing to do, but I would say, what do you think should be the number, most important curriculum in Pharrell's school? How to not steal from Al Green. Because we know that costs him a lot of money. So. Oh, oh, oh the That's Marvin a good Gaze life lesson. lesson. Oh, Marvin Gaye. Oh, Marvin, Marvin Gaye, Gaye, yeah, yeah, Marvin yeah, Gaye. yeah, yeah. He stole with that white man and then tried to run. Uh, <laughs> listen, and he still made millions off of that. True, true. All right, here's the one. I mean, y'all ready for this info? Because this woman, I saw it. I thought it was. I thought it was a joke. I'm like, oh, somebody's trying to clown me now. Oh, but y'all ready? Yeah. Here we go. Kanye West mm. is aiming for the same magic he had for my dark twisted fantasies by booking his recording in Hawaii and inviting a bunch of people. Similar to my dark fa twisted fantasies, yes, my, be sir. my beautiful dark twisted. So, who who? I I'm gonna start with Chris. Are you here for it? I'm here for it, but this sounds like some Epstein Island 2.0. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you know he about to he about to have all the libations out there, all the vibes is going out oh, there. Like it's, it's gonna be a wild time in Hawaii, yeah. man. Dog about hundred bad lookout. He might have to chase somebody down in that. <laughs> no, nah. right, that yep. shit. Do that shit. Bring them niggas out there. Get mm -hmm. drunk. Give me another my dark and twisted fantasy. My beautiful dark and twisted fantasy. I need that, bro. I he need might as well. That. He might as well fly Amber back out, man. He need to Recap get back. The man, I, you know what? I hope he get with Candace Owens. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I want all the wild ass yay shit. I want crazy. Say wild shit. Show up at the carp red carpet with a Hennessy bottle yay. I yeah, want all yeah. that yay action yeah. for this joint, yeah. bro. I want yeah. all that. Yeah. Look, I all that. I'm so here for it, man. I will tell you this. If this album ends up being trash, I may renounce my Kanye fandom at this point. It ain't no returning back. 
I feel like it's two artists in their prime that have done the best music when they're under scrutiny. Mary J. Blige and Kanye West. So I'm straight yeah. here for it, man. I think this shit's going to be crazy. Yeah. Hope, yeah. He, hope he makes yeah. it, call it number two. Or, uh, and he, he, ain't got, it. And he ain't got the white folks ready? Oh, yes. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. need that. We need he that. He got to, yes, sir. We need Don't that. think he's going to be cussing on it or no? He's going to bring Saha? No, yeah. All that Jesus shit is over with. <laughs> she <laughs> broke his heart. <laughs> all that shit dead. He better bring Saha out. He better yeah. bring Ravfest out. He better, he better bring uh, what's other consequence. His ass better yeah. be out yeah. there. All that. Yep. Yeah. We need all yeah. them niggas to come. We need the fucking Avengers, the fucking Voltron, all that, the Power Rangers. We need everyone. Yeah. <laughs> when when our powers combined. <laughs> Get the planet, all that. Yeah. The Don Cheadle kind of planet, though, not the white one. We need both the Captain Planets. Uh, Portia, everybody need to come out there. <laughs> all right. Uh, and some other good news. Notorious B.I.G. and Jam Master J's daughters are opening up a New York-style pizzeria in L.A. Nip, if you're in L.A., would you eat there? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Chris, do you think it'll work, a New York-style pizzeria in L.A.? I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll work. They're going to have some star power behind it. But if you go, I'm definitely wearing a vest if I go in there. I mean, just, just looking at the history there, it's, kind of, it's a little <laughs> bit crazy. So you Damn. never know what could pipe off. But yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely get a hot slice. Why not? But why would we put? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I guess I don't know. Like, I feel like it could be something like more. Like, why are we just doing a pizzeria? But hey, small business. I'm here for it. Yeah, it's hot as shit. I'm not eating no hot ass pizza in fucking LA. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's it's LA. It's gonna be some like uh, sushi Mm. slice like style. You know, they're gonna jazz it up with avocado slice, all that kind of stuff. When I go to the store for a slice. I want grease on the brown paper bag. <laughs> I want when I bite the piece on this end, I want the grease down here. You know what I'm saying? I want the grease to roll down. <laughs> you can't do that in LA. You need a little paper plate with the little ridges yeah, on it. Yeah, that that's up. it. The single paper plate that get clear by the time you get <laughs> two bites in. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. And then our last one we have to do. Eh, it's not really spicy, but it is what it is. Um, Styles P labels Biggie the greatest MC that has ever existed over Jay-Z and others. Nip, take it away. I think that was a sentimental take. I, I'm going to ride with him because I, I feel like it's about more about feeling than about uh, uh, like ability. And, and Big is one of my favorites, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. You can't really shit on somebody's opinion. Chris, mm-hmm. any thoughts? Yeah, I kind of agree with Nip there. Um, it's, it's just difficult because, you know, we didn't get as much time with Biggie as we would have wanted. Oh, so it's sure. hard to see how his it's career like would have. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Look, man. Influence. That's what we're talking about. But, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't get as much time with him as we would have wanted. So we didn't see how his career would have played out and to possibly make that claim, you know, a little bit more substantial. But I think looking at, through it, you know, I'm sure Styles had a relationship with Big, you know, that probably played into his opinion a bit. I'm not going to kill him for it because I think you could make that debate, but, you know, I, I think it was more sentimental than anything. Well, go, I did say this last one. One more topic. Uh, DJ Academic says he thinks Polo G's album is going to outsell the Amigos week one. What do you think, Nip? 
I think DJ Academics can eat a dick. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Chris? <laughs> I haven't heard Polo G's yet. <laughs> I don't know what they wanted me to say. Like, all right, that's your opinion. Who cares about what academics? He's not even a DJ. Why are we calling the DJ? You know what? Go ahead, Chris. What's your take on it? Man, the funniest thing about academics was the the memes with Jerry the Mouse when he squunched his face up like this <laughs> when uh, Takeoff was like, "Dude, it looked like I left got left off a bad bougie." And they had a little uh, Jerry the Mouse meme on uh, academics' face, and they both like this. That was the most funniest thing. But I think um possibly I gotta hear Polo G's album first. But uh, you know he's been in the limelight here for the last couple of months pretty hard. Um, I've been hearing him on a lot of different people's projects. Shoot, he was on Amigos project. So who knows? Maybe they did a one for one trade or something like that. Let me see him on theirs. But I think it's possible. Why not? All right. And that is all I have in uh music news. Hey, there we go. So once again, y'all, been another great no, episode. No, no, oh, oh, hell wait, no. Oh, oh. We got one more for you for yeah, your head time. Yeah. Oh, Two wait, minutes. Oh. <laughs> Two minutes. We got to talk about it. Are we ready? And the floor is yours, sir. We got to talk about when your old shorty steal your swag. That's what we got to talk about. All right. Let's, let's imagine this. You with a shorty. You in your car. You rolling down 9-5 about to, to uh, hit Virginia Beach or something on a nice April, May, June weekend, you know, Memorial mm-hmm. Day, something like that. You pass her the ox, and she put on some cold bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you snatch the ox back. You throw your shit on. For the next three and a half hours, you putting her on the game. For the next month, two months of your relationship, you putting her on. Everything. New music, old music, rap, hip-hop, funk, whatever. For whatever reason, y'all split up. It's over with. Mm. Two months later, you get on Facebook. You get on IG. She got a live. She bumping the shit that you put her on to with another nigga in the passenger seat. The game is cold. How we feel about that? Oh, man. I'm I'm a, I'm a open because I know Chris is the more same one of us us two. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to just go ahead and throw that out there first because I know. Yeah. All right. Um. I'm going to keep it 100, man. Like, I've been with chicks like that. That They were like empty canvases when I got with them. And they like, oh, what's your favorite book? Or what do you like to read? Oh, nothing. Oh, what shows you watch? Oh, nothing. Oh, what kind of music do you listen to? I listen to everything except for country. That's what everybody say. Except for country. Except for country, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, oh, if you like everything, then you know blah, blah, blah. Oh, I ain't never heard that before. The Temptations? For real? Okay. So, yes, I, I get what you're saying. The, the problem with it is... I don't own none of that shit. And actually, my swag has been ripped off from other people, too. So I can't go at her and be like, hey, I need you to give me my chips and my dips for residuals, but still on my That's swag it. and let the other nigga make you look cool. That's it. That's I can't it. say that I stole my swag from so many cool jokers that I can't even really rock with them. But I will say this. That broad need to tell the truth. Pay homage. She with that joker. He like, oh, damn, you on this? She need to be like, yeah, my last nigga put me on to this. He was real yeah. cool. I mean, maybe a bad boyfriend, but he was cool about the music. A lot of these chicks don't tell the truth. 
in the a lot words. of them like, oh, I always been on this. You didn't know, like, nah, no, we, you know, you don't know. You didn't know. You <laughs> doing throwbacks. You doing throwbacks yeah. with the tracks. You come on, you posting <laughs> album covers. No, I pay for them titties. Get your own, don't you heard? That's me. No, run me my paper. But no. pull a Quavo, repo to Bentley. <laughs> hey, no, bring it back. But no, Jay, that's a good oh. point. But see, you got to look at it too. Like, and I haven't been in this predicament. Thank God. Hopefully, I never have to deal with it. But you got to look at it. Yeah, you kind of borrowed things from different folks, you know, and everything through your life. But the package you put together and presented her was your own package that you put together, mm-hmm. even though it may be made up of different things here and there. The, the J swag, the J stamp has been put on that. And then that's what you help use to introduce her to right. those different things. So right. it's easy to say, yeah, you know, you kind of borrow things from different areas of life. But if you you putting yourself out towards her and then somebody just kind of bogarting that and just taking it to their new boom, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I've been you on wasn't, kind of stuff. You that, wasn't that's cool. Stuff. You wasn't funny. You wasn't none of that <laughs> shit you got with me. Now, <laughs> this is, you get this other nigga. All this, no, nah, you were nothing. Give me, you know what I'm give me my money, give me that. <laughs> What's she gonna pay you with? I don't know. Every song she put on Instagram, she owe you a dollar. Like, what's yeah, the you gotta hit the, you gotta gotta hit the hashtag. Home, hashtag you gotta slide me one of your homegirls or something. Something gotta happen. <laughs> Nip said, put hashtag Nip taught me on the on. That's it. Every time you post something, hashtag Nip taught me. That's it. Nip, Nip go get a call from the for the new boyfriend. Man, Nip and Nip and taught you well. He's going to send you a thank you card. <laughs> hey, bro, man, I just want to say thank that's you. All, Andy, that's all, right. That's right. Just like on the murder episode, a little thank you card ain't going to hurt nobody. Thank you for showing her all the things that I'm profiting from now. She cool as shit. She got all the music swag. We go to all the concerts. All the new music. Appreciate you, Nip. Thank you. That's it. That's all I need. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. So does it work the same way if a guy steals the swag from a woman? It should. We don't be egalitarian. He said it don't happen. (laughs) Dang. Look, I'm not saying I agree. But I'm saying in all examples I know, Nip is right. I've never seen Have you ever seen it? Thank you. I've never ever seen. You've never seen that shit. You've never seen a chick. Oh, I'm going to put you on to this. Never. They can't even decide what they want to eat, let alone what they want to listen to. Fuck out of here. This episode is sponsored by Knob Creek. Knob Creek and all the passwords. Oh, and all the passwords. Oh my god. But let's say in some alternate universe it does happen. A guy swagger jacks a chick. He should he be should, should he write the thank you card or should he be Yeah, yeah, you got to. I would give up a thank you card. Yo, I appreciate you. <laughs> you got to. You thank got to you. especially if you use that bag to get the next one. So yeah, you gotta you gotta you know <laughs> I'm out here, I'm out here glazing all the donuts because you put me on. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a hell of a thank you card. You should work for Hallmark, man. That's it. That's you know what I'm thank you card. Oh, yeah. Glazing all the donuts. That sounds like a uh, party thank next you. door song. Like, I'm, bu- I'm buttering all the biscuits. You gave me the recipe. I appreciate you. 
Oh, mm-hmm. my Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> so what you're saying is in, in, in resolution that swagger jacking women, either the ex or the new boyfriend or the woman, should at least give the appreciation and respect to the one that puts you it. in. Just give credit when credit is due. That's it. That's it. You was, oh, unseasoned, you was unseasoned chicken when you met me. Now you Popeyes. You a Popeyes three piece. That's it. So, so Justin Timberlake gives some uh, thank yous for the swag that he stole. Yeah, he definitely got to give some thanks. Oh, okay, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to make sure we consistent here. Because I, he I don't know what Justin could give back. Some change. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't donations. know what he could give. You right? I don't know. Donations. Hey, donations. and I, if donations. I was all asked for donations, donations, gifts. <laughs> if I was all asked you, so the only thing I would have said is that what these white artists should give back is the platform to put other black artists on the map. It's my only requirement. Because you know what? That Justin Timberlake did that soft-ass man in the woods shit, and he had that country dude Chris Sampleton or Stapleton on there. Yeah. only know right. the Joker name because of that. That mm-hmm. Joker is going to sell a lot more albums because he was on JT's album. But I ain't seen none of us that's up and coming. Usually mm-hmm. when we get on their kind of albums, we already got a name. That's but true. ain't nobody up and coming from us ever. That's all I say. A white artist always give back to black people is you get an unknown black person, man, woman, a child, and you put them on and put them on your platform so people can see their talent. But other than that, but you're right. I don't want to hear what Justin Timberlake think about social issues. Fuck out of here. I agree. I agree. I agree with you. Don't worry. Swiss Beats to handle all that for us. Don't worry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we show time. <laughs> Man, we all, we 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 over time like shit. We gotta talk about the interview you did. We talk about him and Alicia Keys. Oh Lord, we gotta talk about that shit because because some of all us right. so, some of our soulmates have married the other motherfuckers, and we got to go steal them. Hey, look, we got to go. We soul napping, uh, soulmate napping, God. Look, we got to look. go steal him. We got to go steal him. You know what I'm, saying? I'm here for it, man. I feel Swizzy 120 a million That's percent. It. Look, I, mean, I ain't told tricks before. If it's a man out there you like and you want, go, go get, get him. Go get him. Oh, he married. Who? So that, that is the wife's job to keep their man at home. You only Your got job God. is to get you a man. You only get got you one a man. To live. Yeah. Go out there and get it. I tell them all the time, like, don't be out here. Oh, I gotta be respectful. Little way. Why? They what, they made what, the vow with them and said, God. You didn't make a vow. What's for you is for you, sis. <laughs> Go get him. You said claim it. Look, hey, look. If he want to walk out the door and be with you, that's a win. If he say nah, I'm good at home. Then that's what it is. That's like, it. man, come I on, y'all gonna make way, Sunshine Adams come out with part two, man. Y'all y'all going crazy. Look, look. <laughs> All I'm saying is the relationship is between you and that other person. Ain't nobody else that's not in that relationship have has any loyalty to be able to respect your relationship. That ain't their job. That's your job to respect your relationship. When you get married, that's between you and God and the other person. Ain't between you, God, and all the other jokers that want to have sex with you. Their job ain't about child marriage. They didn't get married. You got married. So fuck that. I don't never, I don't never blame them. It ain't it ain't it ain't your job to play defense, sweetheart. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> You only, you only make all the shots you take. That's you got to start shooting, shorty. You, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. So keep shooting. Shout out, to, shout out to Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats. 
out here doing it, doing it real rugged. That's it. Hey. All right, fellas. Anything we want to wrap up with before we close out? Uh, Shit, I don't think we got nothing left on the mics, man. We done burnt all the things. There we go. All right, folks. It's been another episode of the Gladiator Cypher podcast. Um, Again, make sure you like, follow, share, subscribe on our different uh, social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and pretty much every DSP out there. You can listen. You can watch. Heck, we might even make some some smoke signals podcast come out soon. Who knows? We're gonna we're gonna get it to you however we can get it to y'all. But um be sure to engage with the post. Let us know we have some crazy takes. Um is the new space jam movie gonna be harder than the original? Is the soundtrack gonna be better? I don't know. Let us know in the comments. I doubt it. <laughs> we ain't gotta we ain't gotta talk about that. <laughs> this nigga can't even win six chips. We ain't gonna oh, talk about that. Oh, we, we ain't go. gonna talk about that. You know what I'm saying? When did Mike get put out in the first round after he won his chips? We ain't gonna talk about it. Mm, let him live. We're gonna let him breathe. He, he ain't not done. To yet. the sons, go ahead. We're we not gonna do this. We're we not a sports <laughs> podcast. I, I see why. I see why. We're not gonna do this. Hey, that's been the episode, y'all. We'll see you next week. Peace out, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all next week. <laughs>